the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. We are all started up here in Manhattan, New York City. What a wild day it's been for me so far, just being a lawyer. Um, as uh, Matt Borzi likes to introduce us here, talking about high-profile guests. Well, yes, uh, for me, we have a very high-profile guest. I think for all of us, we should. Um, Bill O'Reilly is going to join us in the next segment. For those of you who heard him a little earlier on the Cats Roundtable, uh, where he's a, a regular guest, uh, you know, I'm not exactly John Katsimatidis, uh, in terms of, uh, a radio career or otherwise. So I don't get, I don't get, uh, Bill O'Reilly on a regular basis. But for me, it's an honor to, uh, to have him on today. I'm going to talk about him in a moment. I just want to tell you a little bit about, you know, what today was like. Well, I'm going to, I, I, don't get a chance to like sit down and read a book often. I read a lot of periodicals. I little read a lot of legal periodicals and, and the law journal and all of the, uh, the newspapers that I read to stay up to date. So I can have a conversation with you every day at 6 PM and kind of know what I'm of which I'm speaking. Uh, but I did read uh, a big hunk of Mr. O'Reilly's book to be prepared. Cause as they say all the time, the number one thing for a lawyer is to be prepared. And we're going to be talking about uh, O'Reilly's book, Killing the Legends. Uh, well, I'm going to talk about it a little bit even before he comes on, because I don't really want to waste time promoting his book when he's on the air. I'll do that right before he, he's on the air. But um, I had a busy day. And so this morning, after I did the, the family thing with Ariana, which is always the highlight, and then getting Arthur off to school and checking in with Luca and making sure he's okay, um, I went back up into my room before I got dressed, and I read a big hunk of, or I continue to read a big hunk of Mr. O'Reilly's book, and it's really good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that because he's coming on the show, and I'm not, you can't hear what I'm saying right now. I doubt he, very much he's listening uh, at this moment, uh, but it really sucks you in. Uh, because it's all, it's all stuff we know, or at least people, at least my age know. I mean, it's about Elvis Presley, John Lennon, and uh, Muhammad Ali, and so it's it's stuff that you can really relate to. Um, but I, after reading a hunk of the book, I was able to get out the door uh, after giving Marianne a hug and a kiss. Made sure that happened. And as soon as I got to the office, like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you know, I, I am not the first one here. That's Judge Cammons and Judge Leventhal. And happy birthday to Judge Cammons today. We had a nice cake and a little reception for him in uh, in our conference room. 
But I had a very important client come in um, who is uh, possibly facing some big indictment in New York City in, in the district attorney's office. And he met with the two judges and myself and Lino and kind of went over what this case may be and what the ramifications are and what history has told us and what other cases that I've had that are similar to this one. And, and you know, when you're sitting here talking to a person who's never been charged with a crime, He's not anyone who you would ever be call a criminal. You really have to have a, a bedside manner uh, because things that, uh, you know, I've been doing now for a, almost 30 years and watch my dad do f- f- since I was a little boy. Uh, you know, it's kind of matter of fact for us. And I always try to keep the person who I'm speaking to, their feelings and what, what they're absorbing um, into consideration. It's not just about delivering facts. It's about delivering facts in a way that is not so blunt that they go into some sort of internal like shutdown mode. So you got to kind of spoon feed it nice and easy and not make it sound like it's the end of the world as they know it, even though it could be the end of the world as they know it. You know, you never know whether it's in the law or whether it's in medicine. Um, My uh, family around me. We dodged a bullet uh, earlier this year. Um, A very young person in the family was diagnosed with having the big C word. It's hard for me to even talk about this. Uh, I think, and the young woman was told, very young woman was told that she had a 90 something percent chance that it was actually the C word. Um, And then the, the test results came on. This was a week long ordeal where many of us were devastated. And 96%. And guess what? The doctor was wrong. She fell into that first 4% where it was benign and it wasn't that and she's totally fine. And you're totally beside yourself thinking that the worst and it turned out to be the best. The same in the law. There are certain certain cases where you think you're going down in a ball of flames and you do well and the other way where oh, this is no big deal and it takes this wicked right hand turn and it becomes really bad. So I spent two hours with that client this morning, and the rest of us did, live here in the office, and we'll see what happens. That script has not been written yet. As I said, it's hard for me to diagnose what's going on because there hasn't been any formal charges. But the division of the district attorney's office that's looking into this case is a very powerful, uh, well-experienced division of the DA's office, and they take things very seriously, and they cross their T's and dot their I's. Uh, and then I had a video call with someone from who's in Rikers Island um, about another matter. That's another very serious matter. That's a Brooklyn pending matter. Um, and then we had two clients in the office regarding personal injury cases. Um, and, you know, one's a, a, a bicycle accident and one is actually more of a civil rights uh, type of case. So, and in all this time, who am I, got, who am I thinking of? You guys, everyone who's listening right now. Because, uh, you know, when you, for me anyway, I, look, I started at Fox News in 2004. Um, Bill O'Reilly was already, a, you know, a big, big, big star then. Uh, he's only gotten to be a bigger star. Uh, he is really, if you think about it, the king of all media. He had the number one cable show for almost two decades. Uh, he's written all of these books that are number one bestsellers. Now he's all over the radio and podcasting. There's really no no platform he hasn't conquered. 
Uh, and so I wanted to be prepared. I, I, I say this, I sound like a broken record, whether it's to you guys or whether it's to law school classes I lectured to because it was the greatest lesson I learned. There's no substitution for preparation. Charm, good looks, wittiness, and intelligence, you know, if you don't sit down and do the work. So I did. I found time about two hours today after I spent all this time reading the book this weekend and had my dad read the book and my dad wrote me a whole bunch of questions and a little prologue, which hopefully I'll, you know, I look, I am not scripted in here. So I don't, it's not like I have like all this stuff I'm going to read to Mr. O'Reilly when he comes in, but I do have uh, some topics that I would like to cover with him. Um, and I definitely found the time to, uh, to do that. Uh, so we'll be good. He'll be back. He'll be on here in about three or four minutes. Um, I was thrilled yesterday when we, you know, he confirmed because you never know. Like right now, the mayor is scheduled to be on on Thursday. He's scheduled to be on two weeks ago. But, you know, stuff happens. He's the mayor. Things pop up. Well, Bill O'Reilly has come sometimes in that position as well. But he'll be here um, yesterday. Uh, you know, when you get invited to a wedding on a Sunday night and it's an hour and 20 minutes from your house and it's a rainy Sunday and you're like, oh boy, I can't believe I'm doing this. Well, I went to this wedding with John Esposito, uh, my partner, because Marianne is, is, is home being the great, great mother that she is. Um, we didn't think it was a good idea on a Sunday night for her to leave little Arthur and Ariana. So John Esposito came in as my date, but that was, uh, strategic because he tried the case with me of William Rapetti who was accused of being responsible for a big crane crashing, the very first crane accident that happened in the city in 2008, uh, where seven people died. And we tried that case and we showed uh, it ultimately came out. He did nothing wrong that day. And now 12 years later, I mean, we're still friends. And we were, John and I were treated like gold. And we wish Nicole and Michael the, all the happiness in the world. She was a beautiful bride. Um, and her sister Renee's there, who's married. Her sister Danielle's there with her husband, Sage. And I was at they were, John and I were at their wedding as well. And they have two beautiful kids. And, you know, last night, three different times at the wedding, at one point, Billy hugged me with tears in his eyes. He said, I got to walk my daughter, all three of my daughters down the aisle because of you. And then um, the bride hugged me and kissed me. She's like, thank you. Thank you for making sure my dad was here with us today. And then Danielle, with her kids there, she hugged me and squeezed me. And she's like, we think of you all the time. We know you're the reason why our father's been with all of us and walked all of us down the aisle. We're very big about walking down the aisle. Of course, we were at, we were at a wedding. Um, and, you know, that's that's what makes this so rewarding for me. And, again, this is a guy who... It was factually innocent. He did nothing wrong that day, and we proved that. We have Bill O'Reilly coming on right now. He's got a, a streaming TV series called Shock, Shock and Awe. Um, he's he's on a new television, uh, streaming television platform on Apple and Roku. Um, he's on WABC Radio on, on every night. He's, his podcast pops up everywhere. He's got all these best-selling books. Uh, we're playing John Lennon because one of the things that he uh, is going to talk to us about is is the death of John Lennon, as well as Elvis Presley, as well as Muhammad Ali. And we'll touch on some other stuff. I'm not going to get into uh, heavy politics with him because you could hear that on his own show. I want to hear about him and his book and what he's all about. So don't go anywhere, folks. It's going to be riveting.
Well, you know, I know that the Beatles may think all you need is love, but guess what, folks? There could be a time in your life when you need some home care benefits. Yep, someone to come in your home and help you out. Well, you know what? The law governing New York home care benefits is about to change. It's going to change on January 1st, 2023. That's, you know, around the corner. All 2023 financial transactions 30 months prior to application for benefits will be scrutinized and subject to penalty periods, including gifts to family members. So they're going to look at where your money went to determine if you are eligible for this. The time to plan is now. Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law, are specializing in this area, and they can help you get in under the deadline. But you must start the process as soon as possible before the start of December to complete this process by the end of the year. So don't hesitate. Call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. You ain't nothing but a hound dog segment with John Lennon. We're, we're bringing it back with Elvis Presley. Not exactly sure what music I should play to uh, highlight Muhammad Ali, but uh, we'll figure something out. Uh, I am thrilled here on the Arthur Idala Power Hour to welcome Bill O'Reilly to the program. As I stated in the last segment, uh, I know Stern goes around and calling himself the self-proclaimed king of all media. But at this point, uh, Bill O'Reilly has uh, trumped him. He is, in fact, Bill is the king of all media. Uh, almost two decades at number one in cable news. And now he's rocking it on the uh, streaming platforms. Uh, he's kicking butt on radio and on podcasts and with all of these books these killing series uh he is the indisputable indisputable champion as was muhammad ali see we, we've got them all in there we got elvis lennon and ali welcome to the show mr o'reilly you forgot to name the book oh, I well I, we already did we did that in the first segment o'reilly we're going to talk about the book we're going to talk about the book this whole i did the commercial fee in the first segment i don't want to waste any of your time i uh, promise no. i'll you, pump it up talking to you is never a waste of time so the book killing the legends the lethal danger of celebrity you actually use hound dog which that dopey song changed american culture and that's why I decided to write this book, because cultural history in America is very underreported. Most historians are snobby. So you say, Elvis, John Lennon, Mamet Ali, they go, well, what about Millard Fillmore? Well, we'll get to Millard later. But uh, the way we live in America was directly impacted by these three men. So I chose them um, to be in the 12th killing book, Killing the Legend. 
And it's amazing stories because they all collapsed under the weight of their celebrity. So here's here's the thing, because, Bill, I spent the big hunk of this weekend uh, when I wasn't with my five year old and 10 month old uh, reading reading the book. I was particularly fascinated by Muhammad Ali's section because my grandfather handed Muhammad Ali the biggest defeat of his career when he judged the fight nine, six, one. Frazier uh, on March 8th, 1971. But Elvis and Lennon, ultimately, they got their different to diff- taking different paths, but they succumbed to drugs. Ali succumbed to some degree religion and then the trust of of losing his finances, which formed which caused him to keep getting punched in the head. Um so the question I had when I was reading the book, and here's the question for you, why Ali and not Marilyn Monroe, who falls more into the Elvis and Lennon of succumbing to the fame and dying because of the drugs? Because Marilyn did not influence the culture at all, whereas Ali um, took dissent to the level that had never been seen when he refused to be inducted into the army. All right. And that had never been at that level of celebrity done. And then the civil rights next to Dr. Martin Luther King, Muhammad Ali was the most impactful African-American involved in the movement. So that's why I wrote this book, because people don't know that. They say, well, you know, I get a lot of questions. Well, where's Michael Jackson? Well, Michael Jackson's dead from drugs, but he didn't influence the culture. And um, so I'm dealing with the titans, the three ones that um, influence how we live today. I mean, the Beatles from 64 to 69 were the spear point of the sex, drugs, rock and roll era. Again, changing our culture to what we have today. And to see what happened to the leader of the band, I mean, you can make an argument McCartney, but Lennon was really, you know, the most gregarious. He's out there. And then he does a total 180 after meeting Yoko Ono, becomes a recluse, addicted to heroin. What is that all about? That, of course, broke up the Beatles, and people don't know that. Um, So I'm very happy in the way that we portrayed these men because it's absolutely honest there's no bs in the book um no celebrity crap we're not involved with that other than to say if you want to be a famous person be careful what you wish for well let me let me back up to uh I guess kiss your butt a little bit. So my dad is a voracious reader, and you can tell me what year um, Killing Lincoln came out. And I forget if I bought it for him or somehow he got it on his own. And when I say my dad's a voracious reader, I mean like he reads three or four books a week. Uh, he said that Killing Lincoln was uh, amongst, if not the the best book he's ever read, which then compelled me to read it. And then I went into the whole Killing Kennedy book. But I think this book, and he, my dad actually said this to me, may be your bestseller only because of what you just said. It has three people that kind of span, you know, Elvis, you could go look at the 50s, the Beatles, you could look at the 60s into the 70s, and, and uh, Ali goes into the 70s into the 80s. There's something in this book for everyone. And when you just pick it up and you look and you read prologue one, which has this horrible description of Elvis basically dying in the in the bathroom and how they find him, you just get sucked in. I mean, you just got to you just got to keep reading. You, you really you don't give the uh, the reader a choice. Uh, does does the uh, saleability of these books because you've written all of them now from Jesus to the killing the killers. 
how big of a factor is that for Bill O'Reilly when he decides what book to write? Well, I want people to read the books, number one. Obviously, that drives success in uh, authorship. But I don't pander. I'm never going to pander, and I don't do that on TV or radio either. I basically say, look, if you want to know about whatever it may be, Lincoln, Jesus, Pat, uh, this is the 12th killing book, Killing New Legends, the most successful book series nonfiction in history. 19 million copies of my books in print. Listen, I already crowned you the king of all media, O'Reilly, yeah, so keep I mean, going. But it's, Come on. It's, it's humbling, actually, for me, who never even thought I would get a book published back in 2000. But I put the reader there. So you are in Graceland when Elvis Presley is destroying himself. You are in the ring with Ali when Joe Frazier almost killed him in the Philippines. Um, Ali almost died, and, and Frazier was almost blinded by Ali. It was the most brutal prize fight in the history of prize fighting. And it, it changed the course of both men. And then one of the keystones of the book is that Ferdy Pacheco, the fight doctor, told Ali and the Nation of Islam, you can't fight him again for another year. Who's back in the ring in four months? Yeah, Muhammad I, that, Ali. I, I didn't and realize that. And that destroyed his brain. It destroyed it. Well, but O'Reilly, from O'Reilly, what you write in the book is Ali disputes that in the book. He says, it "No, what Ali disputes." Well, he says no other boxer has gotten Parkinson's. He said Joe Lewis got hit a lot of times. Marciano got hit a lot of times, and none of them got Parkinson's. Pacheco confirmed it. And that's the guy who was closest, the physician closest to Ali. It's like Elvis. Elvis goes, oh, I'm not a drug addict. You know, I mean, these people don't see themselves. They didn't know what was happening to them, um, that their fame overwhelmed them, that they gave other people authority in their lives they never should have given them. Um, they didn't know they were being betrayed while they were being betrayed. It's, they didn't know it. So That's what is the common the thread, Bill O'Reilly? The of celebrity. What's the common thread between the three of them? Or is there one? Betrayal. They're okay. all betrayed by people close to them. Tom Parker, the manager, um, takes 50% of Presley's assets. But Presley knew it, handed it over. Um, John Ali. Lennon totally changes after he cedes his life to Yoko Ono, who's still alive today. Gives her complete authority over him. And Muhammad Ali goes into the Nation of Islam, now run by Louis Farrakhan, and does exactly what they tell him to do. And if that means your brain is going to get destroyed, that's what it means. So that's the common thread that runs in the three of them, the lethal danger of celebrity. So here's what you write in the book. Fame changes those who receive it. It's not a natural condition. So, Bill O'Reilly, you're not exactly an unknown quantity. Uh, neither is Geraldo Rivera, who's a very close mutual friend. So, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not blowing smoke, Bill O'Reilly, and I know you're a tough guy. How, you know, how come you don't go off the rails? How come Geraldo didn't go off the rails? What, what was the weakness in these people that, you know, and the strength that someone like you and Geraldo have? Well, it's an excellent question, Idella. And you can tell you're a lawyer. I had a family that raised me with very strong Judeo-Christian values, okay? Number one. Number two, I wanted to be famous, 
but I didn't want to have a mansion and a Ferrari and all that. I didn't do it for that. I did it because I wanted everybody to know my name, like in Cheers, because they respected my ability as a journalist. And number three, I made colossal mistakes um, when I became famous. Colossal. I didn't protect myself nearly at the level that I should have. And I did it because I didn't know, and I should have known, that when you bloviate about politics every day in America, some people are going to try to hurt you badly. And so I didn't protect myself to the level I should have. Now, I learned my lesson, and I didn't self-destruct like Ali and Lennon and um, Elvis. But, boy, I got I got hammered big time. <laughs> well, uh, you know, whatever. I, 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 all I can tell you is on a personal level, I, I miss you uh, on a regular basis. Although you're, now you're, I don't know, you're actually more omnipresent now uh, than I think you used to be when you just had yeah, that one, the one on- show. Look, the big thing is that once you become famous in America, and Donald Trump and Joe Biden are very good examples of that, your whole life changes, and it's hard to keep control of things. So I'm happy I'm not in corporate media anymore. I never, ever go back to it because now I control my life, whereas when you work for a corporation, you do not. So, okay, now I'm going to really – now I'm going to be a cross-examiner. Mr. O'Reilly, you know, you, you were at Fox News. You were a, a superstar. You had, if you combine your two shows, the 8 o'clock and then they re-aired it, you had more viewers than Network News did. And then, you know, you, you didn't really choose to leave. You, you, were, you left. Uh, Megyn Kelly, same kind of thing. She didn't really leave the way she wanted to leave NBC. And yet she says the same exact thing that you do, uh, that she's so happy and you know she would never go back. And I look at the line you wrote at the end of the book regarding uh, Yoko and John, and you said, if you see decision-making to another person, disaster of- often follows. But you ceded decision-making to Roger Ailes and the Murdochs for all those years. You had to no, follow the rules. Well, to some degree, you had to follow the rules. Uh, no, you know, I did not. I, okay, that's absolutely not true. Okay, well, tell, let's never, hear the truth from I Bill O'Reilly. Never, go ahead. I never ceded any autonomy to the corporate masters, ever, in any of my jobs. And that's why they didn't like me all that much. And going in, and I'll never forget a conversation I had with Rune Arledge when I signed out with ABC News to work for Peter Jennings. I looked him in the eye and said, don't hire me if you want a puppet. I'm going to go out, I'm going to do my job, I'm going to do the job the best of the ability, I'm going to deliver a product that's good. But don't tell me what to do. And Al's never did. Not one time in more than 20 years, and neither did anybody else in that corporation. Can I, can I get... I would I, not have been... I would not have been receptive to that. Go ahead. Can I, I would just like to ask you uh, three or four sentences about Roger Ailes. Brilliant man, uh, great judge of talent on uh, television, leader, um, conservative, um, always honest with me. You know, I ask him a question, get a straight answer, which is in corporate corporations, that's unusual. And um, I feel terrible what happened to him and his family. 
Oh, I, I think I agree with everything you just said. I just want to end, Bill, with the way you end the book. Um, you talk about literally the last page of the book, 276, and the, the last few pages where you sum it up, the author's note, it just it hits the nail on the head on so many different levels. But you tie all of this in, these three guys, Elvis and Lennon and, and uh, Ali, into kind of cancel culture today. And you could use Lenin as an example. I mean, he is lauded. I am assuming if you go into the most left, left, left place, they'll tell you John Lennon was the greatest thing ever. And what you point out in the book is before he died, he talked about how he beat women. He was violent towards women, uh, yet he hasn't been canceled. Then you talk about Abraham Lincoln and George Washington's names being taken off of buildings in San Francisco. And how do we deal with that? Uh I want to ask you a very personal question because of this time of year we're in. I am one of the leaders in the Italian-American community. And now, uh, as you credit, the cancel culture fanatics, as you describe them in the book, uh, they throw the first the first stone, you know, alluding to the phrase in the Bible. How do we deal with Christopher Columbus? We're not talking about someone who lived a couple of hundred years ago. We're, we're 500 years plus, and they're holding him to the standards of today. What do we say to those who want to tell me, you know, oh, no, Arthur, we're taking Christopher Columbus Day, an Italian Heritage Culture Day, off the calendar, and we're going to make it something else? Well, it's wrong. Because every person of history had duality, as all human beings do. And Christopher Columbus is a very difficult man to nail down. There's only one letter from him that exists it's in the vatican museum and it's not public about how he treated the native tribes in the caribbean which is the controversy and why he did what he did but even though he did i'm sure he did bad things because every human being does there's no reason to take that holiday which honors an ethnic group that's contributed magnificently to this country off the calendar there's just no reason to do it and it's the same thing with thomas jefferson yeah he's a slaveholder wasn't such a great guy in his plantation but what he did for billions of human beings since that time counters that to some extent and that's how sane people look at history but the cancer (laughs) culture witch hunters are so dangerous, not only to history, but to this country. But nobody will go up against them because they fear them. Well, but Bill, we, we can't fear them. You know, they just did a, a, it breaks my heart when I go by the Museum of Natural History and Teddy Roosevelt is gone. That blows my mind that he's gone. Uh, Justice Alito has said publicly it broke his heart when the people of Newark threw the Columbus statue in the water because he says he remembers the the old Italian immigrants putting in their last dollars to put that, that statue up. Uh, you know, Bill, someone like you, we we can't we got to keep fighting. I mean, Geraldo Rivera well, I quote. I know, and I have too. Yeah, and we, never and we have up to. to these swine. I mean, I'm never doing that. But reality is, this country is taking a turn for the worse. Our culture is being besieged by people who hate America. They want to change everything about it. And you're right. Good people have to stand up and say no. And if they don't, then in 10 years, you're not going to recognize this place. 
I hope in less than 10 years, and I'm, I'm not being facetious, you could write the book Killing the Cancel Culture and talk about how the pendulum has swung the other way and uh, things have, have simmered down. Well, I'd, I'd be happily come out of retirement to do that, Arthur. Why are you re- are you retire uh, are you retiring? Nah, you know I'm getting old now, so oh so stop feisty, it, but you know who knows. But look, I appreciate you reading the book. And it was great. It was great. To your dad, thank you so much, Bill O'Reilly here on the Author yep. Idola Power Hour. Thanks so much for the time, Bill. I truly, truly appreciate it. This is a great book. It's Arthur alone now. I, you know, I'm not sitting around reading books all day long. I don't really have time. I'm reading briefs. I'm correcting documents. But the way Bill said he. He puts you in Graceland. He really does. I don't know. I, I didn't talk about Martin Duggard, who writes all these books with Bill, but he is really, really, uh, the, the two of them together, they really make you want to read, and they really do suck you in. So um, thank you to Bill O'Reilly. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to do some commercials, and then we'll be back, and we'll follow up with Bill. Thanks. I'm going to float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. George can't hit what his hands can't see. Now you see me, now you don't. He think he will, but I know he won't. All right, so I got to give it to Alex. He found we did did the Beatles, we did Elvis, and now we did uh, a little bit of Ali. And and, uh, the book goes into, you know, it's broken down into three parts of the book, but it's the first hunk uh, is, is Elvis. I think the biggest part, I didn't do an analysis here, seems to be on the Beatles. But I really enjoyed the part about Muhammad Ali. I read every every word of that. Um, and if you're looking for a superstar, if you're looking for the greatest, well, guess what? I got the greatest people to coat your house, your condo, or your co-op. Attention condo or co-op board members. Is your building's exterior looking weather-worn or shabby? Are you in the process of planning for next season's improvements? Tired of having to paint every four or five years? Don't make the same mistakes by calling a painter. Call Rhino Shield. They will give you a long-lasting solution. Rhino Shield is engineered to outlast paint. It is 10 times thicker than traditional paint coatings. Rhino Shield is a ceramic coating that is sprayed onto your building and looks just like paint, but with more benefits protect and beautify your buildings adding value dramatically reducing wall maintenance work while insulating and soundproofing condominiums apartment complexes and multifamily homes can all benefit from rhino shield or if you just have a regular freestanding single family residence like i do rhino shield is fantastic rhino shield ensures successful worry-free installation that bonds to virtually any substrate Call or request your free quote by October 31st and receive a 20% discount. You'll never have to paint again. Call 877-744-6608. That is 877-744-6608. Or go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com. All right, the markets seem to be in a little bit better mood for this Monday. I mean, my financial app didn't bleed on me when I opened it this morning. Hillary Kramer will give us the lowdown on it tonight on Radio Night Live starting at 7. Hey, listener, welcome to Lemu's Karaoke Lounge, where Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need, and the music never stops. Hit it. There's an emu with a full-time job. His partner's Doug, but Lemu's the heartthrob. Grubs and worms, that's what Lemu eats. Gotta fuel up to save you money and hit the streets. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. 
Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. All right, so I think I mentioned to you, I was in court the other day, and I was, um, we we couldn't call the case. You know why? No, the judge was there, the clerks were there, the court officers were there, Jimmy Campbell was there. Everybody was in their place that they should be. The prosecutor, defense attorney, there was no court reporter. If you're looking for a career or perhaps a career change for yourself, a family member or a friend, one that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, for whom and how frequently, you don't need to look any farther. Farther. Further or farther. I don't know. You say tomato, I say tomato. There is a high-powered and lucrative career that you really do need to know about. It's court reporting. You know why? Because court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home so how do you do it you sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu that's info at plazacollege.edu info at plazacollege.edu Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Eight eight. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, that was fun. I hope you guys had as much fun as I did. Um, I had like 20 more questions. By the way, that was supposed to be like a 12-minute interview. I don't even know how long we went. Alex, how long did we go for? 20 minutes? At least 20. I mean, you, you, you handled that really well, Arthur. And you, did, you, you guys were great. All right, you can catch well, on the podcast, by the way. Oh, to tell them about that, Alex. Tell them how they can find the podcast. So, am970theanswer.com, podcast page, Arthur Idala Power Hour. It's right there. It'll be right there right after the show. I think show. we're on so. Apple Podcasts as well. I mean, I, you know, I really wanted to talk to Bill O'Reilly, and I'm sure those of you who have read his book would like to hear this as well. Like, how, how do these books get written? Because there is intense research here. Uh, really intense, like real detail-oriented research. And the way O'Reilly's cranking these books out, I mean, I don't know how he and Martin Duggard get it get it done. I also kind of wanted to know, you know, Duggard is out on California and O'Reilly's here in Long Island. And, um, yeah, I, I just, how they work together. Because I know when Justice Scalia was writing books with his co-author, Brian Garner, um, I mean, they would sit in a room together and they would, you know, wrestle about, sentences and paragraphs and things like that. Uh, and I remember Brian telling me he was surprised how willingly Scalia gave in to uh, a lot of things that they would fight over about what should be in the book or what shouldn't be in the book. Um, well, I uh, thank you for listening. And uh, look, I wasn't just BSing him. Uh, the book is really good. 
Uh, and I did read Killing Lincoln, which, you know, it's a totally different mindset. Killing Lincoln, you're really learning all about history, whereas Killing the Legends, those of us who are of a certain age, you really get involved with it. I mean, I disagreed with him when he said, with Bill, that, you know, Marilyn Monroe didn't influence culture and, and uh, Michael Jackson didn't. They both did. They they both did. But, but he's probably right, not to the status that these guys did. Uh, these three men. I'm surprised he, for, you know, politically correct sake, he didn't throw a woman in the book. But he didn't. Um, I, it's Monday. I drove a couple of my cars this weekend. I want to talk to Lauren Fix to end the show. Um, and then I'm going to try to run home and see little Arthur before he goes to sleep. So, don't go anywhere. I think this is Chubby Checker's birthday. 81. Happy birthday, Chubby Checker. Let's do the twist, everybody. She knows how to twist. As Joan does the twist in my office. Okay, hold your breath here. Um, so it's not really nice out. It hasn't been the weather's. It was a. I felt bad for all my Bay Ridgeites. It was a rain out for the Ragamuffin Parade and then the Third Avenue Festival yesterday. Um, and today's not too pretty either. But it was pretty two weeks ago. When we had the AM 970, the answer client cruise along the Atlantis with Captain Fred at New York Cruises. If you're looking to wow your corporate guests, your clients, employees, there's no other way to go than with New York Cruises for an unforgettable event aboard the Atlantis. Picturesque New York City skyline views, a gourmet food, gourmet bar menu. The service is fantastic. What is not to love? Whether you're planning a corporate event, wedding, engagement party, bar mitzvah, birthday, retirement, anniversary celebration, reunion from school, impress your guests with a first-class experience aboard the Atlantis. Call 212-633-1231 and see how Captain Fred and his first-class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. Call 212 212- Six three three one two three one, or visit NewYorkCruises.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732 Chances are your home financing questions won't end when this show does. So the next time you have a question about home loans, ask the lending experts at Citizens Bank. They can help you every step of the way during the home buying process, starting with getting a pre-approval before you start shopping for a new home. Call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizen Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. All right, so you heard me end my interview with Christopher Columbus, and, and we know how important that is to me. Anyone who listens to the Author Idola Power Hour should know that. 
I want to talk to you about my friends, my lifelong friends at the Columbus Citizens Foundation. For over 75 years, the Columbus Citizens Foundation has promoted Italian-American culture and heritage and has provided thousands of scholarships to Italian-American students who have academic ability but find themselves in need of financial aid for their education. It is no exaggeration to state that this scholarship program has literally changed the lives of generations. But they cannot do it alone. To find out how you can help the Columbus Citizens Foundation, visit www.columbuscitizens.org. Learn more about the various scholarships offered by the foundation and help make a difference in someone's life today by visiting www.columbuscitizens.org. Columbus Citizens Foundation brings you the Columbus Day Parade in New York City every year. You know our man Joe Piscopo is all involved with that. You can help them bring a quality education to Italian-American students in need by donating today. Visit their site at www.columbuscitizens.org. That's www.columbuscitizens.org. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. That's our friend Lauren. Lauren, how are you? It's Arthur Idala. Hi, Arthur. I'm still down here in Florida. I have a lot of recovery to do. I was just driving around today. You gotta send prayers and money and support to the people down here. They're really doing their I, best to survive. I know. I've been I've been reading about it and I've been hearing some friends who luckily didn't get too hurt down there. Lauren, before we talk about cars, I know I know uh, you well. I just had Bill O'Reilly on on the show for quite some time while you're driving around talking about one of his new books. Lauren Fix, tell me what your thoughts are about Bill O'Reilly. I like Bill O'Reilly. I, I think he I think he got a good short change. Someone made an accusation, and he had to leave a a great job where he was helping people. I think that he's always been pretty matter of fact. Uh, he's got nothing to hide and. It's sad that it turned out the way it did, but he seems to be doing pretty good with his killing series, and the books are great. So if you haven't read them, you should read them. Wow, there you go. You didn't even... She wasn't even prepped. Perfect, Lauren. No, I had no idea you were going to ask me that. He was talking about Killing the Legends, which is his new new book, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity, and it's about John Lennon, Elvis Presley, and Muhammad Ali, how fame basically ruined their lives. Uh, Well, killed basically two of them and drove Ali... It's a way, way, way premature illness. Uh, and, I, you know, the reason why I bring it up with Lauren is Lauren and I originally met when she was doing a segment on Fox News, I think probably about the New York Auto Show or something along those lines. And that was, I don't know, a dozen years ago, 15 years ago, something, something like yeah. that. Lauren is the Fox News go-to person when it comes to all things automobiles. Um, so, Lauren, give me, the, give, give me an automobile update. All right, well, here's the big update. Uh, if you remember back Katrina and Rita when those hurricanes came through, at that time, just with that hurricane, there were 650,000 flood damaged cars. And people are like, well, why didn't they get totaled? Some did, some didn't. So I want everyone to start paying attention. When you go to look at a used car, I don't care what that person's telling you, whether it's their brothers, their fathers, their neighbors, my buddy, I, I, it's mine. 
You must get it checked by a certified technician. Please don't buy any used cars without finding out where it's from. Have a certified technician put it on a lift and look underneath because I'm telling you, if you see flood damage cars are everywhere, these people are smart. They know how to mask them, and that makes a huge difference. Well, that was, that was the question I was just going to ask you, Lauren Fix. How do you tell? So if me or Dave Spring or you know, another one of my buddies, you know, we know a little bit about cars. What are the telltale signs regarding flooding? Like would you, if it's a brand new carpet okay. in, in the interior, right. that should be a telltale sign? Yeah, well, one of the things you're going to notice right away is that you will see that um, the car smells like it's perfumed. It's masked. Maybe something doesn't look right. Maybe you'll see rust under the hood in an odd location, like on the hood hinges on a newer car or a low-mileage car that just seems to be such a good deal. Well, we all know no anything that says it's a good deal is not a good deal. Anytime we've all heard that before, it said buyer beware. In this case, don't be surprised. These cars from the last hurricanes we've had have made their way to Montana, Canada, all over the world because they can't sell them in this state. They send them to other states by doing what's called title washing. Now, you're well, that's insurance. exactly, you that's exactly wait, hold on, Lauren, fix one second, because that's exactly what I was going to ask you. Like, if an insurance company is involved in fixing the car, do, isn't there some sort of obligation to then put that on the title that there was flood damage or on a Carfax or somewhere so there's some traceability? Well, you would think so, but what ends up happening is uh, they, you can send it to Pennsylvania, Arkansas, Alabama, and have that title removed, and that removes the title and ask for a new title. It takes about six weeks, and then boom, we got a car that no one knows. Well, I am, um, you it happens know. happens all the time, so I want people to be very careful. These people are very smart. They know how to scam people. That's what they do all day long. But, okay, so yeah, I have another question. Your neighbor Lauren. or whatever, it's everywhere. So let's just say a car is flood damaged to the point where, you know, there's water in the interior. But, you know, it gets appropriately dried out, and let's say people like, you know, change the interior carpet so there is no mold. What you know, What is the long-term damage to a car that's been subjected to that amount of water? The safety systems don't work. So you're driving down the highway minding your own business, and then suddenly the car doesn't run. You can't figure it out. Well, that's a problem. It's also a safety hazard. Also, in an accident, certain things don't work like airbags, active safety systems, and passive safety systems that will keep you from dying in a car accident won't work. No one wants to take that risk. The big thing is any car that's been flood damaged has zero factory warranty. So you got a car, maybe it's two years old. Ah, I got a couple of years on this car. Nope. You lose the factory warranty right out of the box. But how would, how would the factory know that the car is flood damaged? In other words, there used to be a thing on the iPhone that before it was waterproof, quote unquote, that they would open up the, the they they would see it was oh well it's this thing turned pink that means it was exposed to water is there some sort of fail safe thing that that a manufacturer could say no listen if there was there was if this there was water this high up there's a marker there's yeah. some sort of indicator that lets us know there is a couple markers so the easiest one anyone can look at is take off the fuse box cover and if you see underneath the fuse box moisture or any sort of rust run you do not want that vehicle. I don't care what anybody says. You don't want those vehicles. And remember, there are high-end vehicles and low-end vehicles. I mean, there's McLaren P1s, you know, over a million dollars. There's tons of Porsches, Ferraris, collectible cars. You want to avoid those flood-damaged cars for sure. 
Um, the other thing is, when you hook up a computer, it'll play it right away. These computer systems aren't working that are underneath the carpet. Oops, that's a big telltale sign right there. All right, there you go. Only here on the Idola Power on AM's I-70 The Answer. You have Lauren Fix giving you all kinds of flood tips. Thank you so much, Lauren. I Be safe down there yourself. Are you still driving the Audi TT down there? I am. Thank okay. goodness. We had fuel. We filled up, and we didn't lose power, but it was a pretty crazy experience. I lived through a lot of snowstorms being from Buffalo. This was uh, a whole new experience. It was just a very wet well, good thing, good thing you're not driving an electric car because in a lot of parts of Florida where there's no electricity to recharge them, right, Lauren? Yeah, yeah. And there were also a couple that caught fire because we had brownouts and they caused the cars to catch fire. So there, well, there were a lot of dead ones on the side of the road. You can, I think, I even shared one on Twitter of one that caught fire and just torched it down to the ground. So be very careful. That's all I'm asking you. Be careful. Go, please. go find Lauren Fix on social media, and she'll she'll give you all the updates live from Florida about automobiles. Be safe, Lauren. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Take care. Okay, folks, we are going to put a lid on things for today. In the words of Bob Grant, um, I enjoyed today. I was nervous. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm always nervous when I have something important to do. I think that gets my adrenaline flowing and maybe makes me a little bit better. There was I would, one of the times I was the most nervous was when I had to appear in the United States Supreme Court. Uh, and I, all I was doing was reading names and getting people sworn in. And I was still nervous. Today is the opening day of the Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, and they're going to have some It's the new justices on there. They're going to have some big cases. We'll do a Supreme Court show. I'll get someone on to banter back and forth with me about uh, the upcoming year. Um, but I hope you enjoyed uh, the the time with Mr. O'Reilly. I tried to stay linear, uh, which was a suggestion from a friend. Stay linear. Don't pop around topics too much. You know, I'm always down with, with constructive criticism. I look forward to it, actually. Um, and what else did I want to do? Wait, there was something I wanted to do. Oh, guess what? I'm sure you're all concerned. It's Al Sharpton's birthday today. He's 68. I think it's Sting's birthday, or maybe it was yesterday. He was 71. Um, and on a sad note, Stevie Ray Vaughan was born on this day. He died in August 1990 after a tragic helicopter ca- crash killed him at 35 years old. He was an unbelievable guitarist, like top five kind of guy. Um, that's it. I am going to go home and try to see the family before everyone goes to sleep. Thank you so much for today's show. It was a real special one for me. Have a great one. We will be back tomorrow. Good night, everyone. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.